uh, God bless you all. Uh, this day, I thank the Lord Jesus for each and every one of you. And uh, I am so blessed by God and I'm so favored by God um, to, be, to be here with each and every one of you by the mercies and the perfect love of God. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, and I love you all so much because Jesus has loved you even more. I thank you all for coming on at this hour. As you know, this is the first time I've ever come on this early. I've been up since 4 a.m. in the presence of God. And um, the Lord spoke to me so many things. And I'm going to try my best to tie it in as much to be of help to you. Uh, I want you to let somebody know. Share this as many times as you can. I thank God that... Uh, uh, one of my sons was here uh, for me to wake him up and tell him we have to go live now. Um, what time did I text you? Um, was it like at 5, 5.45? 5, 5 yeah. 5.45 or something. I texted him, wake up, we have to go live. And I actually told him we might go live by 8, but God just told me go down now. So I just came down and him being... In the spirit, he was already setting up. So we've been in this room since 6, uh, 6 a.m. Yes. But I've been up since 4. And um, what I'm about to tell you is very, very serious. Um, I'm not here to, to entertain anybody. I never do. I'm here to really tell you the mind of God. And I'm going to start from the beginning of where this whole thing started. Uh, if you're on Facebook, I want you to share this. And the Lord explained something to me that was so profound that I got scared. Mm, nothing scares me, but God scares me every time. But this really shook me because it was an alarm to the church that we are in danger. Try. I'll say that again. It was an alarm to the church that we are in danger. I want you to share this as many times as you can. And I'm going to um, explain it to you from the beginning. People are saying my volume is low. Could you turn me up more? I, I guess. Um, am I loud enough? I'm sorry. I just have, um, you know, it's not in the middle of the day, so I, I can't shout. <laughs> But um, wherever you are in the world, I bless you, I love you, and Jesus loves you more. But we are in big, big danger. Uh, God showed me some things, and it scared me so much that he compelled me and he pushed me by his spirit to come and speak to you. The urgency of what he told me made me to come and speak to you. Now, I'll start from the beginning. Yesterday was on, today's on Wednesday, right? Yes. Yesterday was on Tuesday. So yesterday night, I had a mighty visitation around the same time. But the Lord did not tell me anything. This is what happened. Um, around three, three, around three something, I want to say 3.15, 3.30, 3 
my spirit was taken out of my body. And I was taken somewhere where I had not been before spiritually. Or somewhere I was not familiar with. But I was taken to a place. I'm going to try my best to describe it to you. And it was a place of wicked meetings. Wow. Uh, my big sister, Ibube, God bless you. Prophetess, God bless you. And as I was in this place, I was taken and it was a very, very big building. But this one part of the building was somewhere in the mountains. I don't know what nation it was in, but I can tell you I was there. And it was like the Spirit of God snuck me in where I could not be seen, but I could see everything that was going on. This happens many times to prophets, whereby God will take you into a meeting and you observe what is happening and God takes you out for you to just know what is going to come. But this place I was taken, I saw... Um, have you ever seen, let me try and describe it to you so that you have a picture in your mind that you can understand. Now, have you ever seen, um, this was like a courtyard, if I should say, like outside garden. Yes. But it had four walls, you know, like you could access, like it was like a corridor in between mm -hmm. and there's a garden mm -hmm. in between. But like I'm giving you an example. So it was four walls on each side. It had like nice roofs like you know like wall roofs right mm -hmm. but this place was very ancient it did not look like a construction that was done now it was done a while ago and if it was done now then they really went after an old kind of architecture mm -hmm. and in that courtyard place there was no plants in between i'm just giving you a picture because we've all seen something like that yes but it was a big place, and as I'm closing my eyes, the Lord is showing me the picture of the place again. I saw uh, um, statues, right? Is that what you call them? Statues. I saw statues of fallen angelic beings. Wow. I saw different ones standing in different corners of this place some right on the wall some on the corner some on the wall some on the corners and there was an ancient writing that was in each one of them it was not a language of this earth but by the spirit of god i could see it and i could understand what i was seeing wow. and i saw a lot of occultic symbols all over the place not what people do and they say i illuminati whatever no i saw the real thing I watched and I saw these things and <laughs> I tried to take myself out of the vision because of how terrifying it was where I was. I was shocked. What am I doing here? And I closed my eyes to make sure, okay, am I in a vision of the night or did my spirit really leave my body? Because when God is giving you a dream, you know how dreams look like. Dreams flow. Yeah. They evolve. Visions of the night, God will show you something. You are still conscious, but you are there. But you're not physically there. This, my spirit, was there. 
Now, usually I can do this intentionally. Times, there are times God just takes you by his spirit, like it happened to, to John, it happened to Elijah, it happens to a lot of people. But this one, I was not preparing, I, I didn't even know that I had left. When I got there is when I knew that my spirit had left my body, because immediately I was conscious, it, was, it just happened. So, I sat there, and, and before I had this, uh, encounter happened. I had no peace that night. Mm. So I stayed up and uh, I knew something was not right because of, you know, scents, uh, smells are prophetic. Mm -hmm. There's a certain smell that when I smell it, I know somebody's going to die because I can smell the spirit of death. I'm not talking about spiritually, I'm talking about physically. There are certain smells if I, send, I smell it. It's not in the physical, but I can smell it almost physically. Wow. These things are very difficult to explain, and maybe I'm saying too much. Uh, I knew something was very off because of what God allowed me to smell. This is before I, I lay down. And around 3 a.m., I was really had a restless night, and then I was taken. So while I was there, I saw all these things. I saw other things that I cannot mention here. And when I saw these things, and I saw the writings, I closed my eyes and I said, okay, I'm gonna wake myself up. But when I closed my eyes, I realized that I was closing my eyes for real. So I knew I was in my spirit body. Because many times when you're in your spirit body, remember what Paul said, I once, I once knew a man who was caught up even to the third heaven, whether in the flesh or the body, I do not know. So he couldn't tell the difference. Yes. Remember yesterday I told you that your physical body and your spiritual body are very similar. Yes. They are different in, nat in, in, in nature, but not so much appearance. So I tried to shake myself off and I couldn't. When I did that, I was like, oh man, I can feel my body. It's like, oh. So I stayed, watched, watched. After I saw what God wanted me to see, I was taken out of the place. I came back to my body. And I sat down and I thought of it and I asked God, why, why, why did I see this place? I did not get an answer immediately. So this morning, the Lord came, the Lord Jesus visited me and he spoke to me, told me, there are things I have to tell you and I want you to tell my people. You know, the Lord Jesus doesn't come to you all the time. Dreaming of him is easy, thinking of him is easy, him inspiring is easy, but him coming to speak to you is not a very usual thing. It is, but it is not. It's a very treasured experience. Amen. And the Lord came and spoke to me. He said a few things. He said, there is a great deception and my people have fallen for it. Wow. And the Lord Jesus said, how could they fall for it? Ish, my heart shook. My heart really shook. Because 
the tone of the Lord, it's always gentle, but you can feel the urgency in what he's saying. Because he doesn't speak like we speak on earth. When spirits speak, it's a little bit different. Uh, you don't only hear what is being said, but you feel what is being said, and what is being said imparts an experience into you. He said, how could they fall for this? So, I want you to understand something. There is a great lie and a great deception going on, and I'll try my best to... There are things I can say and there are things I cannot say, but I'll try my best to give it to you the best way that I can by the Spirit of God. Amen. The Lord told me something, and I'm going to tell you this. Have you ever asked yourself why it is called a new world, world order? Hmm. Now I'm talking to you. I'm going to express to you what God spoke to me. Do you know why it is called a new world order? The idea that men and women, especially children of God, have is completely contrary. It's completely contrary to what scripture says. The Lord Jesus told me, it is called a new world order because this order will not come from God. It will originate from the world. Mm. And anything that is done of the world mm -hmm. is given by the God of this world. Just like God needs men of his kingdom to bring forth something, yes. the God of this world also will gather his people, give them something to carry out. Yes. God and wicked spirits are using the exact same method. God needs men in order to influence the world. Satan also needs men in order to influence the world. It's called a new world order, not because somebody will come in power and make you do what you don't want to do. Get this, please. Get this the best way that you can. It is not a new world order because some antichrist will come in and impose laws that you will fight against and you'll be arrested and fought. Always remember this. The government powers or people in authority, the majority is always the people. Yes. The majority is always the people. Please open your ears. There's more the public or the people. If you compare to the police department, there are more people than the police that patrol. Even if you take the military, the countrymen are more than the military. Yes. The people will always be more. So the power is not with the people in the office. The power is with the people. Mm, that's good. So if it is a world order, it is impossible 
for them to force something that the world is not producing. An example is this. I love all people. I love straight people. I love gay people. God commanded me to love. Sin is sin to God. Whether you are a thief, whether you are a liar, whether you gossip, or whether you engage in sexual immorality, or even if you're not straight and you engage with these other things. To God it's sin. I am not God. He commanded me to love my neighbor as I love myself. But that sin, especially of, 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 um, of, of uh, the, the sin of, of, um, of, uh, of sexual immorality and, and, and homosexual spirit. Why do you think that bills have passed? that church could not stop or people could not stop. It is very simple. It's because it is a law that came from the world. For centuries, this thing was still happening undercover. Nobody could stop it. It's, you can't really stop it, but it was controlled. But now it's so open. They're trying to teach it in our children's schools. They're trying to do all these things. Are you getting what I'm saying? They're trying to put it in every single place. Why couldn't we stop it? Because it's a law that the world pushed for and the world got their way. It is not something that was started with, with a certain kind of people, but because the majority of people gathered together and pushed, it came to pass because it's a law that came from the world. Now, every law, because we still have a conscience, this is what God was explaining to me. I'm just trying to help you to get this. Because the reality is a lot of these things, it will never be stopped. So anyone who's thinking you're going to stop anything, it's deception. It's not going to happen. And even if it was going to happen, it's not going to happen the way people are doing it. I'm being honest with you. I'm telling you the mind of God. Every single one of them are being pushed by the world. Now, because we have a conscience, whatever they're pushing for will have a moral connection to it. We'll have a moral connection to it. The truth is, I don't want anybody to be discriminated on. Yeah. But look at this. They pushed for it so strong. And their community was protected. Yes. Right? Yes. I think everybody should be protected. But the problem is they got extra treatment. Mm. If you say something offensive... It's hates, it's a, a crime, it's a, it's a, it's a hate crime. Mm -hmm. Now, how did it turn from protecting people to hate crime? Mm 
Okay, if you say something offensive, it is bad. It's a hate crime. Other countries can arrest you right now. Notice, by pushing something that looked morally correct, and it did have uh, a connection to the truth, but the goal of it was not to protect only them. All men should be protected. But the thing was, they used it to regulate speech. Meaning, if we can regulate speech, freedom of speech is gone. That's good. That's true. And if freedom of speech is gone, you can no longer preach the truth or tell the truth. Mm. Wow. wow. The world operates with facts. The church operates with truths. I'll say that again. The world operates with facts. The church operates with truth. By them pushing this, their goal was not to protect. The law already protects everybody. That's the reality of it. Discrimination, there are already things that fight discrimination. But their goal was not to stop discrimination. Their goal was to indoctrinate you by force that you cannot express yourself. You cannot say the truth that you believe. You will not have freedom of speech. So the moment the world gave in, speech became, started getting regulated. Mm. Wow. Wow. You can never have freedom if people don't have a will to do what they want to do or say what they want to do. The point is don't harm your neighbor, don't kill your neighbor. But if you want to be mean, that is your problem. The moment they step in, they start determining what is mean. You and me are in trouble. I wish somebody would listen to me. I am telling you what God told me. I'm just trying to help you. I pray that God will give you the grace to be able to listen. Amen. And to be honest with you, I'll say it again. I'm not here because I don't like anybody. I'm just here to speak the mind of God. I love Jesus so much. And I know that Jesus loves me so much that whether people love me or not, it doesn't matter to me. The love of Christ is way more above and beyond what I could ever ask for or imagine. Amen. Amen. As long as I have Jesus, I'm fine. I don't need to have billions of people. Amen. Jesus is the majority for me. Now listen, and listen carefully. The Lord Jesus told me this. The Lord Jesus told me this. I want you guys to keep sharing and try your best to share this. 
The Lord Jesus told me this. He said, my people don't even know how to recognize my move. <laughs> my people My people don't even know how to recognize my move. So many people don't even understand the move of God. And because people don't understand how they, especially the church, I'm not talking to the world right now, I'm speaking to the church. And because so many people don't understand or comprehend the move of God. What has happened is any movement that has some truth to it begins to be something new that God is doing in a season. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'll say it again. Because every movement that carries some truth every movement that has some truth becomes a move of God. Mm. Wow. The reason why people can't see it is because they don't understand how God moves. So the Lord Jesus told me, this is the great deception that your generation is facing right now. They are already indoctrinated, but they don't know. But how could my people fall for it? This is something God is telling me. And I stood there and I shook. There are a few times that the world has united on a cause. Historically, there is a few times that the world has united for causes. When human beings came together, let's go to the Bible. Give me my Bible, son. Let me show it to you. Thank you, Jesus. So I can use my phone. It will be fast. It will be fast. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go to Genesis chapter 11. Oh, I'll read it. It's okay. Genesis 11. Thank you, Elohim. Genesis 11. Now look at this. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. Are you ready? We're ready. <laughs> and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. I will say it again. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Now when people hear this, they think that it's meaning that people spoke 
one tone or they spoke the same. Yes. That's not what the Bible is saying. Wow. That's not what it says. That's not the only thing that it's saying. Why do I need to say in America people speak one language and one speech? Meaning this went beyond them just speaking one language. Mm-hmm. It means that their intentions mm-hmm. and their words aligned. Mm-hmm. What they were intending to do. Yes. And what they were saying had aligned the whole world. Now why is it saying the whole world? It means it did not matter who was in the east. It did not matter who was in the west. It did not matter that they did not have Twitter. They did not have Instagram. They did not have Facebook. So there was no way that one on the east will know what the other one is doing in the west or what the one in the west will know what is happening in the east. Yes. They had no idea. But they spoke one language. Yes. And carried one speech. Meaning their intentions and their minds were united in their purpose. Yes. They were united in their purpose. Mm, That's good. You know, people are thinking this, and I'm going to be blunt with you. I'm going to be straight up with you. There's a movement going on right now. Mm. It's not just in America. It's everywhere. Australia is doing it, England is doing it, Uh, 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 you name it, even African nations are doing it. Everybody is doing it, everybody is marching against the same thing, everybody is doing the same thing. Is this the first time that discrimination has existed? Is this the first time racism has existed? Why is it now that people are speaking about what do you think the Declaration of Independence says? You are, you are, I'm, I'm a new American. You've yeah. been American for a long time. Yes. Say we are one people under one God. We are yes. all equally the same. Yes. This is something that was over a long time ago. The problem is you are trying to impose laws to change men and you cannot change men without changing the hearts of men. What are we doing, people? That's good. Especially the church. That's good. What are we doing? Yeah. How can we say we know the ways of God? Yes. And we want to bring change by an iron fist. Listen, I am all for change. Don't get me wrong. But I also know something. This is what the Lord Jesus told me. How could my people fall for this? Mm. Don't they know? That you cannot have peace without the Prince of Peace. I got very scared. Mm. Am I not the God of justice? How do they think they're going to have justice apart from me? When has the world ever changed for good without me? I shook. (laughs) Listen to me, people. I shook. 
I shook. Jesus is asking me. The Lord Jesus is asking me this. How could my people fall for this? Don't they know you cannot have peace without the Prince of Peace? Has there been ever any change that bettered the human race race apart from me? I sat down and I held myself. I was shaken. The only reason why God will say that, do you know, uh, let me tell you something about God, right? That many of you may already know. You know, when you believe God, you believe results come from God. You have to always ask yourself this question. What is your source of what you believe in? If you can believe on change apart from God, then you don't really believe in God. If you're going to take medication and you don't believe that God behind the scenes is the one that is going to bring you that healing, then you believe in the medicine, not God. Yet medication has failed people over and over again. Yeah, that's good. Do you know how many, uh, how many, um, Lord Jesus, do you know how many uh, people die from medical errors every year? Google the number, it's going to scare you. I'm getting my son to Google it right now. (laughs) Do you know how many people die from medical errors every year? Because of misdiagnosis, because of the wrong medication. Wow. Mm -hmm. What's the number? Say it. 250,000 deaths in the U.S. alone each year. In the U.S. alone, read it again. This is not because they are sick. Misdiagnosis and the wrong medication. How many people? Medical errors contribute to more than 250,000 deaths in the United States each year. That's here alone. We haven't added the whole world itself. This is millions of people every year. Wow. So if you're taking medication or you're going to surgery... You have a surgery or you're taking medication. But all of it, you're doing it apart from God as a believer. You don't believe God. When you have trouble, whether it's a social trouble, whether it's a, a country trouble, whether it's trouble in your own personal life, but you can attempt to solve it apart from doing it with God. You're not doing anything. You don't believe God. You think you do, but you don't. (sighs) Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Uh, Keep sharing. Keep letting somebody know. YouTube, are you there? 
Do you know why so many men of God, very few men of God knew what was going to happen? Do you know why very few men of God knew what was going to take place this year? Do you know why so many men of God didn't know? It's because people have stopped listening to God. God positioned this year for his people to take over. But so many people missed it. But there's still time to position yourself. There's this time, there's still time to position yourself. There are great things that will happen to men and women of God and children of God in general that will position themselves. And as we keep going, I will explain it to you. So the Lord Jesus told me this. How could they think that? So if these people that are marching, which is for a good cause, But if Christ is not the center of it, it is outrage and anger and all that, which is normal. Do you really think change is going to really come? (laughs) No. Are you listening to me? Guys, do you really think this cause is going to stand? If Jesus is not the center of it, do you really think, do you really believe, do you really believe change is going to come when Christ is not the center of it? That's a deception. Good. That is complete deception. Now don't worry about this, okay? That's complete deception. That is deception of the highest level. Look at what is happening. Pressure has turned the public. Yes, there are officers that are bad. But pressure has already turned certain cities and has made other cities already plan to dismantle police and do all these crazy things that they're planning to do. You think that speaks for peace? Jeez. Do you really think that stands for peace? They are starting to push for agendas and laws and things like this. Do you know it will not be stopped? Because the world wants it. Because the world has chosen it. So now what is happening is, now what is happening is this. Mm -hmm. Everything is being positioned. Everything that is happening is this. 
the world because the world wants something. And the world pushes for something. Mm -hmm. The people of the offices, people who are in different offices of government, cannot stop it because they want power, number yeah. one, and they want to do anything they can to please the public. And those who have a spine will be pushed down. They will be forced out because the people will not want them anymore. Remember Israel in the time of Samuel, the prophet. They went to Samuel and they told him, Samuel, uh, tell God to give us a king like other nations. God told them, why is it that you guys want this? Do you know what they're going to do to you? Said, no, we want, give us a king like other nations, blah, blah, blah. God said, okay, I'll give you somebody. But when I give you this person, you'll see what's going to happen to you and you're gonna wish you didn't ask for this. Mm, yeah. So God went and allowed Samuel to go and get them Saul. Mm -hmm. That was the moment their nation started doing this. Yes, yes. Because now the power was no longer in God's hands. It was handed to them because they wanted that. Mm -hmm. Saul messed up, God raised David. David also had some mistakes, but mostly he was working with God. His son Solomon, who feared God, loved God, but at the same time, him himself messed up that the whole nation was scattered. What I'm just trying to explain to you is this. It's very simple. I've seen pastors, I've seen ministers, I've seen all these people I've seen a lot of people going after this, going after that, saying, yeah, we've been abused. They put Christ on the side. Mm. Now you ask yourself this question. If the mob can come together mm -hmm. and form laws and push for laws that changes the structure that changes, changes the structure of a whole nation. What makes you think that the next time they want to do the same thing against you because your speech is not good, you are the cancer that the earth needs to get rid of? Wow. <laughs> Who's going to stop them? Who's going to stop them? Really think about that. You see, Satan is always looking for an opportunity to push the agenda faster because he does not know the time or the hour or the day. He has no clue. Yeah. 
He has no clue. So whenever he gets an opportunity, he wants to run with it. But if you're not wise and you're not spiritual, you will never see it. Because everything that will come will look good. But who is pushing it? Who is pushing it? So again, Genesis 11, the whole world came together, one word, one speech. What did they say? Let us make ourselves our, our own city that we will be all equal. Let us make ourselves our own city that will reach even to heaven. We will, have not, we will not have a need. You will not have a need. You will not have a need for God. They are trying to build a society to show you that we can solve issues without these church people. Do you notice what has happened? They have opened up a lot of things. They have deemed to be essential. Mm -hmm. Your praying, your ability to pray and worship, which is in the constitution you can't do. Mm. Wow. You can't do. Mm -hmm. You can't gather and pray. <laughs> only, only... Only churches that are in places whereby it is, there is still an influence of God, they are open. And that's in other different states. Usually here they will call them red states. Mm -hmm. But in many places it's not true. You know the separation of uh, state and church? Do you know who caused the separation of state and church? You know it was the KKK, right? Wow. Uh, go and do your research, people. Go look at it. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm just trying to tell wow, you is wow, this. Wow, wow, wow. What I'm trying to explain to you is this. It's very, very simple. They came together with one speech, with one mind, gathered people, did something. But when the Lord God came from heaven to see what they were doing, God scattered them. In the vision that I saw, and I'm going to tell you some truths, all right? Amen. This pandemic, this pandemic, not a pandemic, but a pandemic, this pandemic was a test. The mark of the beast will not be a tattoo, like people have been thinking, or a microchip. I've been saying that for many, many years. Are, are you listening to this? We're here. We're listening. As technology is advancing, and a lot of things are advancing. It will not be a tattoo be the way people used to think. Remember there's a time they were thinking it's a tattoo. Yes. Then there's a time people thought it was a microchip that they're going to put in everybody. That's not what they're going to do. Have you ever asked yourself this about the mark of the beast? Let me show you something that is going to bless you. <clears throat> 
Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord You're Jesus. You're so good, Lord. Go to Revelation chapter 13, from verse 16 to 18. Revelations 13, 16 to 18. And he causeth all, both mm. small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, mm. to receive a mark in their right hand mm. or in their foreheads. Verse 17. Mm. And that no man might buy or sell, mm. save he had that, uh, the mark mm. or the name of the beast mm. or the number of his name. Mm. Here is wisdom. The name of the beast mm -hmm. and the number of his name. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding mm -hmm. count the number of the beast, mm -hmm. for it is the number of a man, mm -hmm. and his number is six hundred three score and six. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh -huh. Then what does he say again? Um, that, that's the last verse. Okay. One more time. Read it from sixteen to eighteen again. Revelations thirteen, mm -hmm. uh, sixteen through eighteen. And he causeth all, mm -hmm. both small and great, mm -hmm. rich and poor, mm -hmm. free and bond, uh -huh. to receive a mark in their right hand mm -hmm. or in their foreheads. Yes. And that no man might buy or sell, uh -huh. save he that had the mark. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you a question that will make you understand what the Bible is trying to say. Mm -hmm. Have you ever asked yourself why they will be damned? Hmm. Ask yourself that question. Why would it be yeah. that they will be damned? Yeah. Notice they didn't serve the devil. Yeah. They didn't give themselves to the devil. Mm -hmm. But there is something that is required of them to do. Mm -hmm. And the moment they do that thing, they are damned. Yeah. What is it that is making these people irredeemable? What is going to make these people irredeemable? Yeah. I want you to think about that. What is going to make people irredeemable? Implants cannot change you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you about something. I was going to put the video the way we usually do, and you've seen this video, I've played it for you. And uh, uh, this is a video of um, a video of um, of in two thousand and five. Bill Gates had a meeting with the CIA. Mm -hmm. You can go find this. Hopefully, you can find it online. But it's almost impossible to find this particular one. In two thousand and five, he had a meeting with the CIA. And they had a proposal that they were trying to pass for the government to use in 2005. This was after 9-11. 9-11 was what, 2001? Mm -hmm. 2001. This was after 9-11. This is what they were saying. 
This is what they were saying. This is what he was proposing. He said, we have come up with a vaccine, and I'm paraphrasing, we have come up with a vaccine that is going to change the brain structure of people, especially those who love religious texts. When they get this vaccine, it's going to make them normal. <laughs> it's going to make them normal. It's going to make them normal. Then he had all these brain charts, okay, brain charts like EEG charts and showing the brain structure of somebody that enters into faith mm-hmm. or somebody who enters into a religious belief and somebody who does not have the ability to enter in that place. So this vaccine was designed to, because you have to remember, you have the left brain, the right brain, right? Yes. And they are opposite each other. Yes. There's one part that is a creative side. There's one that is a more functional side. Mm-hmm. But remember, your brain itself, like an example, you can find this on YouTube, I believe. They had a study where they did a woman praying in tongues and they were studying her brain when she was in praying in tongues. And when she was praying in tongues, they realized that Parts of a brain that usually would not work when you are conscious, parts of the brain that are not even known how they work, those places lit up and they were working. Mm. Wow. Because it's connected to something spiritual. Wow. Right? Wow. So here is a man passing, trying to propose a bill that this vaccination will cause some chemical reaction that would alter the mind. And you become normal. Now, who's constituting what normal is? Who is deciding what normal is? And this was geared towards religious fanatics. Yeah. Wow. This was geared towards religious fanatics. This is him. This is a video you can't find online. They keep taking it down because this was a real bill that was proposed. I have it. This is a real bill that was proposed. Real thing. And they asked him, how do you suppose that we can get this to everybody? Do you know what he said? Well, we can use like a disease like the common cold, or we can create a respiratory disease that is like a cold, and people can get vaccinated and we can get this to them. You will not be able to repent because your mind will not allow you to be conscious enough to know the decisions you're making. They are altering people. But when they did this test and they realized that The world was not quite prepped, and I believe it's because it was not the time of God. What happened? They looked for another thing that could be an agenda that can move the clock towards what they desire to do. Am I saying all vaccines are bad? No. In 2015... In 2015, the same man went to Kenya. They had released a a, a tetanus vaccine Mm -hmm. that his company had sponsored. You can go and look this up. 
that he had sponsored. that he had sponsored in 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 uh, um, in, uh, in 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 Kenya those who are in Kenya go look this up in 2015 the catholic church in Kenya used their own scientists to investigate the vaccine of tetanus that they gave to the Kenyan people mm-hmm. at that period why because there were so many people so many people's fertility was affected people could not give birth anymore whoever got that shot their fertility was gone wow wow <laughs> their fertility was gone remember these are people who believe in depopulation yeah that the world is overcrowded you see somebody look rose mckenna says yes yes I am in Kenya and that is exactly what happened. The church was against it. Wow. Wow. Now is it the antichrist? No. Is he a puppet? Yes. Remember the antichrist spirit is a spirit that is anti-God, but he will not come to you as God is bad. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what God had shown me, right? This is what they are going to do. This is what they are going to do. They are going to gather You see how the same thing is. If you go outside you're going to kill grandma, but now people are protesting it's fine. It's not a medical hi- risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not a medical risk right, right now. Right. It's like people have forgotten that there is a pandemic. Right, right. It's like people have forgotten that, right? Yeah. It's like people have forgotten that that there is a pandemic going on. And even the same people who told you don't go outside are the same ones encouraging you to go outside. Yeah. They told you you need to wear a mask. Now they're saying you don't really need a mask. Now they're saying those people who have no symptoms cannot transmit it. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps evolving. That's true. What they try to do is this. Or what they are trying to do is this. In a few years, they are going to bring a spin-off of another thing. In a few years they're going to bring a spin-off of another thing that will shake the world again, but it still will not be time. I am prophesying to you now. They are going to bring a spin-off of another thing. It's going to happen. Shake the world, but it will not be time. more people will perish then it will get to a point that everybody will be afraid and they will say um listen you need to get this or else you're going to kill your neighbor because people are actually dying now so the same people who gathered with one language they will say you know what this is true everybody needs to get it remember you could not go to the store without a mask Remember you cannot even travel to another nation we've been restricted I was supposed to go visit Kenya this year in April 1st I was supposed to be in Kenya a few sons and daughters knew that I was coming I was going to be in Kenya for a few for about a week or two yeah. All right I was going to be there for a little bit That was the plan 
everybody's plan was vetoed. But now travel is starting to open again. Citizens can go back to their nations and things like that, right? But this is the plan. Next time, you will not only be able not to travel, you will not even be able to step out of your house to go to the store. If you get to the store, prove that you have been vaccinated or else you are public danger. Now, when people will start imposing that thing, those people who don't want to be vaccinated will be seen as enemy of the people. The same people will be the ones that will say, lock these people up. They don't care for us. They should be, they are worse than murderers. They should be put away. Some will even be killed. Wow. It will be because the people will push for that, not because the government will have the power to do that. The people will give that power to the government. But by the time the people will realize that this was bad, it would have been too late. They are going to make kids, oh, you can't go to school unless you have these vaccinations. Mm. It's already starting. It's already beginning. Jeez. Certain vaccinations are mandatory. Ah, wait a minute. What are you really giving us? Mm-hmm. So the problem is so many believers are going behind something. So many believers are going behind something. Facebook, are you there? So many people are going behind things. So many people are supporting things. So many people are fighting for things that they do not know. Since when do believers do we go and burn people's things and do things like that and we attribute it to to being anger because of being discriminated. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, they rejected me, they will reject you. Yes. They accused me, they will accuse you. (laughs) Yes. How many believers do you know, men and women and pastors came out and said, you know what guys, protest peacefully, but destroying people's properties is wrong. Some of them have even joined in captions. But notice this, your battle has become against supremacists. Yet the Bible tells you, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's true. Now you look at your brother, your sister, you look at them as enemy. Am I saying there are no racist people? Yes, there are people who are racist. Mm. But but are there as many as they are making it seem? Absolutely not. Come to a church, we we are like a crayon box. Mm. Amen. Is there discrimination? Yeah, these things, listen guys, the moment the world can receive peace, the Antichrist has come. Whoever will be able to unite the world and give some sense of calm and peace in the world, the Antichrist has risen up. So if you're a Christian and you're expecting to be treated fairly, you're expecting discrimination to go away, that evil people are being fired and evil. So when those people are being fired, what do you think they're going to go and plan? So if we are not working hard to change the hearts of people, 
If you say, guys, protest is good. Our, our, one of our brothers was killed unjustly and some other people, but many people are not. Let's be honest. You don't fight a policeman, beat him up, take his weapon and expect that they will not shoot at you. That's just common sense. This is a diversion and a distraction. And I've seen other people starting to ask for forgiveness. Like uh, yesterday I went surfing with my son. We went surfing and uh, we got to the beach. We went to Zuma Beach. It's not too far from, from where I live. We went to Zuma in Malibu. We went, to, we went to surf. And everybody was ex. People are usually nice, but people were ex. Went out of their way to make themselves seem extra nice. Do you know why? Because they don't want to be thought of as something. Do you know what I want? I don't want you to pretend to be what you're not. Brianna said, my friend saw you there, Papa. That's deep. <laughs> do, you, do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want anybody to pretend to be nice. Why do I want somebody to smile in my face and curse me in their back? i rather know they're just wicked so that I divert from them. So if we are fighting supremacists yes. to the point that we are elevating ourselves because this is no longer about, it was about our brother Floyd that has gone home. But now it's not even about that anymore. Yeah. It's about other things. But it was just an agenda to run behind that. And the church did not go, okay, this is good. When it got to a certain place, ah, 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 guys, we are not about that. What you guys are doing here now is off, does not align with what we are trying to do. Yeah. A lot of the people who are marching, they have already stopped marching. A lot of the people that became activists, they've stopped. Because anything, the Bible says it clearly, anything that was started with men will surely have an end. But if it is of God, it can never be stopped. Amen. This will also just wither away. It will just wither away. And remember, this is not coming from a white man. This is coming from a black man that has also been arrested wrongly, stopped wrongly. Yeah. But I'm telling you, played my cards right, came out of it and scathed. Even the people felt like, Aish, why did we even do that? <laughs> they couldn't write me a ticket. They couldn't do anything like that. I spoke about Mr. Brian, who's my adopted father, right? Mr. Brian got almost, my, my, my dad is a good man. Good, one of the most outstanding men I know. Yes. And he almost got run by, over by a car because somebody hates the police. Ah. <laughs> so notice this, look at this logic. 
if one officer, or let's say even take one, let me just give an example. One officer goes and does something wrong and is condemned and is arrested. And people go and is arrested. Okay, that's good. But when you go and destroy somebody else's business, it's justified because you're angry. What is the logic in that? If a police officer does wrong and is, you know, what you did is a criminal thing, this is bad. And he's locked up. The guys are locked up now. Mm-hmm. Trial hasn't happened, but everything is already moving in the right direction, right? Yeah. Now, you go and burn somebody's business, you destroy somebody's business. Many people destroyed people in their own community's business. And then the same person is telling you, ah, it was justified for me to destroy somebody's business. An innocent person. Some people's livelihood was in there. Do you know why this is happening? It didn't come from God. That's good. It didn't come from God. I'm sorry to break it to you. In God, there is no confusion and chaos. God will never punish the wicked and the righteous together and alike. It won't happen. Joe L. Joe. (laughs) Let me see that. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. The truth is this, okay? We have, the Lord says we should defend those who have no justice. We should fight for, for justice for the orphans, the widows, and all that. That is all true. But when something has become politicized, it's already telling you that it's not of God. There is no such thing, I'm going to say it right now, and if you take it well, good. If you don't, it's fine. There is no such thing as a radical Islamist. When you say radical Islamist, mm-hmm. you, are, you are trying to say that what they stand for is God, but some people just have perverted what they are doing. Mm-hmm. That is not true. If you have taken, I grew up in a Muslim country. If you take the Quran, go read it. You will understand that those who you call radical are the true Muslims. Wow. So when people are saying radical, that is a politicized term, guys. Let's be honest. Slavery came from those people. Am I saying Muslim people are evil? No, I'm saying their religion is evil. It's demonic. It is demonic, 100%. Somebody will say, okay, but the, the, the crusaders also went and killed people. There is no in the Bible that supported what the crusaders were doing. They did do some good. They released some people. They broke slavery in some parts. They forced their religion on certain sects of people. Wrong, because the scripture never said to do that. There is no way you can read in the Bible that justified the killing of innocent people. Never. Mm-hmm. So some people use this as a thing. They say, oh, the missionaries 
came and gave us the Bible and they stole our land. Those were not missionaries. They were deceivers because there is nowhere in the Bible that justified them to take the land from people and cheat people and give people Jesus and take their land. The land was taken from us because many of us, our leaders were foolish. It was not even a matter of spirituality. It was foolishness, greed. Greed. There's no such thing as a radical, it's like saying a radical Buddhist. A Buddhist is just a Buddhist. A Christian is just a Christian. Why don't we call uh, uh, white supremacists radical Christians? Because we know what they stand for is not Christianity, even though they will put a cross, burn the cross, and all these things and all that. They will use some Christian things. Why don't we call them radical Christians? Because we know for sure their values do not align with that, even though they mention Jesus, even though they do that. We know they're not Christians. Let's be honest, people. Go to all the ports in Africa where slaves were traded and you will know who sold slaves. You will know who did slave trade. Go to Libya right now. See all the black men that are being sold as slaves. Why doesn't black lives matter? It's politicized. It's politicized. It's a game. They're using this game for you to think that the person that is in office is an evil man, is a racist man. Get rid of him. And the same people who are telling you they've been in government for many years, some 50, Joe Biden 50 something years, another one Nancy Pelosi 30 something years, uh, something, another one 47 years. Why didn't they change these things if they're really concerned about you? Guys, wake up. Guys, wake up. It's demonic. It's deception. But what they're making you do is fight your brother and sister. Fight your brothers and sisters. We know that we will not be loved by everybody. Yeah. We know that we will not be cared for by everybody. That doesn't make it right. But we know true peace will come when Jesus comes. Remember what Jesus said. The peace I give you, such as the world cannot give. But we are trying to use the world to get solutions. It's a lie. It's deception. It's a lie. It's deception, guys. It's a lie. It's deception. It doesn't work like that. The reason why we are missing this is because we don't recognize the move of God. Let me tell you, the move of the world, this is what the Lord Jesus told me. The move of the world is always centered in personal gain. Individuality. Personal gain, individuality. And, is in, and it has subliminal, uh, um, what's the word I'm using it? Uh, it has a subliminal or a hidden agenda behind it. The move of God is always pure. It is selfless. What does that mean? It is not about how I feel. Because I already have that thing that is from God. I want you to also have it. Even to the point that if I die, it is okay in order to save you. The move of God establishes lasting solutions. Do you know why America is the greatest nation on earth? Some of you have never traveled the world to know this. 
Uh, is their history completely pure? No, there are some errors here and there. But do you know why it lasted for a long time? Because this nation was built on the foundation of the truth. Mm. Not everybody that came carried the truth. But this nation was built on the foundation of truth. Amen. That is just a fact. That is just a fact. That is why some of the fathers of the nation were even killed because they wanted to do something that was contrary to what everybody else wanted. We are all created equal under God. The nations that abolished slavery is because they had that belief. Yeah. That when God created us, he did not say you are yellow, green, blue. They believed one thing. We are all equal in the sight of God. Now the issue is this. Mm -hmm. The people that be, are being elected have hidden agendas because of the people who are funding them. So they are forced because the world, if you didn't know, is run by corporations and the elites. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm -hmm. So the deception is turn them against each other. Wow. The moment we have turned them against each other while they are fighting each other, we'll pass things undercover. The next agenda, let's put fear in them. Let, them sh let us show them that the world and the church can come together to build a solution that is lasting. Deception. It's all deception. You know, <laughs> let, let me just tell people what the gospel is. Okay? Let me tell you what the gospel is. When Jesus went to the people of Israel... He told them, repent. He did not tell them, ask for forgiveness. He told them to repent. Do you know why he told them to repent? Because these are supposed, these are men that are supposed to know the truth, mm -hmm. but yet they have not renewed their mind. Repentance means change your mind. Mm -hmm. The world needs grace in order for them to walk in the truth and desire to repent. So you cannot force repentance on somebody mm -hmm. unless the truth of grace enters them. So this world order that everybody is afraid from is not coming from the Pope, <laughs> is not coming from Trump, is not coming from Bill Gates, yeah. is not coming from I don't know who, I don't know, it's not... It will be something that the world will rally behind mm -hmm. so strong. Remember, the world runs off facts. Mm -hmm. The church runs off truth. Yeah. Truth and facts don't always align. Wow. That's good. Truth and facts don't always align. Truth, Jesus is the savior of the world. Facts of men, why do I need saving? My life is okay. 
unless the spirit of God touches their heart and turns their heart, then they can see the truth. Then they will know, hey, I need Jesus. All these billions, all these millions, all these breakthroughs mean nothing without Jesus. Because what matters is what will last. If I die right now, what happens to everything that I have? Truth, Jesus is the great physician. Why do I need to believe for healing if I can go to my specialist, the doctor? Yet we know the truth that God has never failed anyone. Doctors have failed plenty of times. Their success rate is low. God is a 100% success rate. Then they have hiccups many, many times that God has to intervene many times and help them. So what I'm trying to explain to you is this. I don't even know if I said everything that God wanted me to say, but I feel in my heart the burden has lifted off me. I feel in my heart that the burden lifted off me. Amen. I feel in my heart that... uh, that the burden left off me, has lifted off me. Jesus. 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 So remember these few things. Thank God I wrote them down. Number one, the law of man does not change the heart. The law of man does not change the heart. Only the law of God can change man's heart. So anything that is not spearheaded by the word of God will never last. Number two, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So anything that is telling you that person is evil, this person is evil, that person is this, fight against him. Don't you see you're doing the same thing black Israelites do? (laughs) People who hate this race of people do. What is the difference? Okay, they are racist. Now you having that thought that, oh, they are after me. So I need to be this. How different are you from them? Number three, diversion is the key here. They are diverting your attention from the true problem or the truth of the problem. Number four, whenever you see the world coming together, whenever you see the world coming together united with one voice, Know that Jesus is about to rapture you. 
Is it time yet? No. Is it time yet? No. I'll give you an example. And please, I'm just trying to be honest. I'm just trying to be honest. That's why I'm being frank with you to tell you the truth of God. What happened in Atlanta recently where other protests and things started, right? A man took, he was cooperating nicely with the police when they wanted to arrest him. They snatched, he snatched the taser when they were putting cuffs on him. He fought the police, battered them and took the, the taser, then was running away from them, and while he was running, he turned to fight, and he got shot. He didn't need to die. He didn't need to die, but he made decisions that led to his death. According to Georgia law, the police were not wrong by what they did. This is a fact. Am I saying he had to die? No. But remember, this man is afraid for his life. He's about to be tased. What, who's to tell what is going to happen? If you have the boldness to fight somebody that has a gun, snatch his taser from him and you're trying to shoot him. Who's to tell what you could do next? Are you listening to me? Yes. But the moment this happened, the law protects the officers that were involved. The mayor fired the officer that did that. Wow. Yet the law protects him. How could the mayor go against that? It's very simple. Pressure of the people. Mm. That is the same way they're going to turn every single law. But don't be alarmed. We are in this world, but not of it. Our influences and changes will be felt by the grace of God. So that by the time God raptures us, takes us out of this world, there will be a big gap. And maybe one day I will talk about the day after rapture. I'll do a video on, and I'll call it the day after rapture. Amen. And we'll go into great details of the things that are going to happen. And thank God, and my prayer is that you and me will not be here. I definitely will not be here. I don't know if it's you. <laughs> I know for sure I wouldn't be here. So if you're going to be here, and if you get to heaven and I'm not there, know that they're lying to you, you're not in heaven. <laughs> Amen. But notice this, they fired the officer. They didn't even give him a chance to explain himself or whatever. The mayor fired and the police chief was also made to resign. Mm. Why? Pressure. Pressure. Yeah. Ah, my son, Will, you are deep. You are spirit. <laughs> Pressure. Pressure. 
So again, so again, don't fall for deception. If Jesus, our Lord, is not the center of it, there will be no peace. <laughs> Peter Hostin, he says, Papa, please, I'm looking for a wife. We are talking about... <laughs> hey, my son, Jesus Christ. Hey. <laughs> so how can you not be deceived? YouTube, are you there? How can one not be deceived? And to be honest with you, when I do the day after rapture, I will tell you when I believe. When, not the day of, not the hour of. I will tell you when I think around when the rapture will happen. Because the Lord Jesus said that we will know, we will be able to know this, the season of the coming of the Son of Man. We won't know the day or the hour, but we are going to be able to discern his close. I'll tell you the things that I believe and I will even tell you the years I think that we should be extra ready for the rapture. Yes. This is me that I will add that in there and I will tell you this is what I think. I won't tell you all oh, believe this day is the day of the rapture. I won't tell you that because nobody knows. Ed R, yes. Ed, uh, Ed R dot, yes, you are right. That's when it will start. Right now they are just testing waters. So, this is something that the Lord came and told me. How can you not be deceived? How can you not be deceived? Number one, be prayerful. The Bible says, acknowledge the Lord your God in all your ways and he will make your path straight. So you cannot be connected to God without prayer. Ah, uh, Tia, you pay attention. Dang, Tia. My daughter, you are deep. Hey. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are deep. <laughs> Jojo said, uh, 2028, I hope, <laughs> said, uh, Lo, I hope not. <laughs> I still got some assignment to do. Fabian said, I still need to make children. Ah, <laughs> uh, these sons are wilding out. But listen. Number one, be prayerful. When you acknowledge God in all your ways, you will make your path straight. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Bishop Richard, are you seeing these children? They are crazy. <laughs> number two, number two, 
be a person that is not on any human side but on God's side. So when you observe and investigate things, you do it neutrally. You become neutral. You will not be biased. The moment there's any kind of bias in you, you have already failed. Be neutral to the world, but to God be on God's side 100%. So when you do that, your database of knowledge begins to be what aligns with the purpose of God, not what aligns with the law of God. Because the law of God is always to establish a certain purpose. So a lot of believers try to fulfill the law. No, Jesus already did that. We need to see what is the purpose of God. God says, thou shall not kill. But Jesus came to be killed. Yes. That's true. Are you listening to me? Jesus. Thou shall not what? Kill. Thou shall not kill. But Jesus came to be killed. So the purpose of God sometimes will override the law because Jesus fulfilled the law. Thou shalt not kill. The Bible says in Christ was like a lamb led to the slaughter. So the moment you carry anger, the moment you carry this, the moment you cannot see the purpose of God. I'll give you an example. The law of Moses said that a prostitute has to be stoned. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. According to the law of Moses, a prostitute had to be stoned. But when the spies went to Jericho, there was a prostitute <laughs> mm. that hid the spies to the point that God told, the, uh, told Joshua and them, when you go in the city, make sure you save the prostitute. She is righteous. Yet when she hit the spy, she never repented. She never sat there and said, oh, I repent of my, my prostitution. Mm -hmm. God already deemed her righteous. Why? <laughs> Who was going to hide the spies? So was she there by accident or was she strategically placed by God? 
for an appointed time where God will take her out of it. You see, if you don't know God's purpose, you will miss God. Aha, even Ronit said, the woman who cried at Jesus' feet. I believe that was Mary Magdalene, if I'm not wrong. And the other one is Rahab. So discover the purpose of God. What's God's intention for this era, for this time? So if you don't know the purpose of God, you think you're fulfilling God's law and you'll miss God. Just like Paul, while he was still Saul, did a lot of things that were religiously correct, but it was against the purpose of God. Mm. Number four, be a peacemaker. Be somebody that unites and brings peace to people. Be somebody that carries peace. You see people justifying this. Oh, when people destroy things, that's the language of the unheard. How can you back that up? (laughs) How can you back up people's communities being destroyed? Where are those people going to get jobs next week? Yeah, that's true. Number five, and I taught this in the prophetic class. I told them about the anointing that is in the throat. There's, and I mentioned to them, I was teaching them, I was telling them, every member of your body has a spiritual significance and there is, a power, there is the power of God mm-hmm. that flows from those places. Mm-hmm. That is why there's a time to lay hands there's a time that when your feet does, touches somewhere, you possess it. Your mouth, your lips, your voice. Yeah. They are all portals that the Holy Spirit uses. You can never produce the power to convict the hearts of men. Mm-hmm. If you don't, your voice does not carry the truth. Mm-hmm. Be somebody that speaks the truth. Speak the truth in love. Speak the truth. Always. Revelations chapter 12 verse 11 says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. For they did not love their own life even unto death. That's the Christian's attitude. You should love Jesus so much that you're willing to say the truth even if it will cost you your life. By by losing your life, you gain it. Amen. Wake up, people. Wake up, children of God. There is no peace without the Prince of Peace.
This is why you have when you have nightmares, the devils devils attack your throat first. They stop you from speaking. Because that is the most powerful thing that God uses in a man, the voice. Because the word has no power unless it has a voice to carry it. I love you all. Tonight I'm going to come and I'm going to teach you something later on tonight. God really just woke me up to come and tell you this truth. There is no peace without the Prince of Peace. Don't let them deceive you. There is no peace without the Prince of Peace. It's a lie. And always remember things are not what they seem. When somebody carries the truth, they will be discriminated on and fought upon. It's happening to somebody right now. They're making you think he's evil, but he's not. I did not like that person until God came and told me, nah, stop. No, me, I'm a prophet that doesn't like church politics and I don't play church politics because there are two kinds of prophets. The Bible says, some are given prophet, some are given apostles and prophets to the church. They are men of God of the church. They are powerful, they are good, but their jurisdiction is in the church. That's why they do church politics. Those who are carnal among them. Me, I was not sent to the church. I'm not a prophet that was born in the church. I'm a prophet of God that was sent to the world. So when I come and I tell you global issues, I'm not telling you because I'm trying to be controversial. I have no interest. I'm just interested in saying what Jesus said, not what people say. So again, wake up. <laughs> Donna, uh, what's her name? Leslie F. He already did it. <laughs> you have no idea how things would have been if somebody else was, was in power. Many of you will thank me later. I love you all, God bless you, and I hope that you watch this and watch it over and let your heart be changed and to understand there is no peace without the Prince of Peace. They are trying to think, tell you justice is the source of peace, it's not. Jesus is the source of peace. Amen. God bless you and I love you, Shalom.